The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you, as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil for the yoke of their burden and the staff for their shoulder, the rod of their oppressor. You have broken as on the day of Midian for every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. So begin, let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we acknowledge and thank you for your presence with us this night. And we'd ask that by your Spirit, you would lead us to reflect on the gift that is your Son to us. For we pray this in his name. Amen. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. In the coming hours, we will participate in one of the oldest of Christmas traditions, the giving and receiving of gifts. A fitting tradition, for at the heart of Christmas is the greatest gift that has ever been given. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. I want you to think right now of the best Christmas gift you've ever received. It may have been the biggest, the brightest, the coolest, but I would suspect as we reflect back, the greatest gift we've ever received communicated something to us. It said to us that we are known. This gift perfectly suits who I am. It communicated to us that we are cared for. The gift brought goodness and joy into our lives. And through that gift, we saw just how much we were loved. We saw the love of the giver for us through the cost, the time, the sacrifice. The greatest gift we've ever received communicated to us that we are known, cared for, loved. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The gift, Isaiah says, suits our deepest need, for it comes to a people who dwell in darkness. Then, as now, there is a shadow cast over our world, a shadow of sin, death, disease, injustice, violence, oppression. None of us is left unscathed from the darkness. 
Not only do we dwell in darkness, Isaiah says, we walk in darkness, we participate in it, we contribute to it. When I look at my own life, I can see grievously where I've contributed to the darkness of my heart, contributed to the darkness of broken relationship, contributed in my action and inaction to the darkness of our world. Oh, if something could be done to address that darkness, it would meet our deepest need, communicate to us that we are known not alone in the darkness. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. This gift is a child, a king, bringing a new kingdom, a new reality, light into the darkness, joy instead of despair, feasting in place of famine, victory in the place of oppression, freedom where there's been bondage. This child, this king, the one who brings an entirely new reality is a wonderful counselor imbued with the wisdom to address our darkness. This child, this king is a mighty God, is our champion pushing back against the darkness. This child, this king is an everlasting father whose disposition towards us is one of love and delight. This child, this king, his, a reign that will bring peace over all the earth. Not only then are we known, we are cared for. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. Oh, how we might long for that new reality to flood our earth, our lives. Show me this gift that I might receive it. How do I lay a hold of it with humility? Have you ever been in a situation, perhaps in a hole financially or otherwise, that every resource at your disposal was depleted? There was no way you could get out of this situation on your own. And then someone comes to you and gives you an incredibly generous gift of time, money, resources, to lift you out of that situation. How'd you feel? Some of us probably turned it down. If you accepted it, it was probably hard to do because it meant swallowing pride. It meant saying, I, I can't do this on my own. It was a gift that required humility to receive. In the chapters before the passage that Annalise read for us, Isaiah's been reflecting on how his people are trying to address the darkness. We can fix, we can save ourselves. We need a new government, new alliances, new ideas. We have our own solutions to the darkness of our world. We can fix, we can save ourselves. We need a new government, new legislation, new technology, new education. No, no, Isaiah says. We can't fix, can't save ourselves. We're part of the problem. We walk in darkness, contribute to it, participate in it. We need something outside of ourselves. We won't generate the light, won't build the light, won't make the light. We must see the light, receive the light. It's a gift. It's grace. We must receive it 
with humility. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. Isaiah drives home the nature of this gift by pointing to a turning point in his people's history, as in the days of Midian. It's a favorite story of many. You see, the Midianites had plundered Israel for seven years. As soon as the crops were ready to be taken in, they swarmed like locusts and took all the food, and the people hid in caves. They cowered in fear, and they cried out to God in the darkness, save us, and God raised up a leader, Gideon, a leader with no battle skills, no courage, consumed with self-doubt. And yet, wonder of wonders, he raised an army of 22,000, but pitiful against the horde of Midian, 135,000 strong. But God said, oh, that's too big. You're going to think you saved yourself. I want you to tell everyone who's afraid to go home, and 10,000 remained. God said, well, that's still too big. You're going to think you saved yourselves. Take all of them down to the river, and those that collect the water into their palms to drink it, keep them. And 300 remained. And 300 went up against an army of 135,000, armed with pots, torches, and trumpets. And they threw the Midianite army into confusion, such that they turned on themselves, and evil consumed itself. And Israel was saved, as in the days of Midian. We can't save, can't fix ourselves. It's all of grace. It's all contained in a child, a gift that invites our humble reception. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. But such humble reception is in response to the generous love of the giver. For the glory of Christmas is this, that the one in whom and through whom everything was created, the one who cast stars into space, the one in whom there is beauty and power and majesty beyond imagining, became a child in Jesus, entered into the darkness with us, for us, humbled himself to death on a cross where death, evil, and injustice poured out their fury upon him and were swallowed up. And rising again, Jesus ushered in a new creation, giving us the gift of his spirit that new creation might take shape in us and through us. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. This Christmas night, we still see the darkness in our world, in our lives. But we hear the words of Isaiah, who is speaking about the future kingdom of Jesus in the past tense. He is so assured that this kingdom of justice and goodness and love will one day flood the earth. And how can he, we, be so sure? The last line of his prophecy says this, The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Zeal, 
has the sense of becoming intensely red, color flooding the face with a flush of deep emotion, meaning that the passions that surge within the being of God are directed toward this one end. Everything at God's disposal is given over to this one purpose. The central drive and passion of the living God is moving history toward the final triumph of justice, peace, and righteousness. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. In this gift, we see that we are known. It meets our deepest need. We see that we are cared for. And we see that we are loved beyond imagining. It is, as the children and youth so beautifully shared, the bestest gift ever. Amen. You've just listened to a podcast from Little Trinity Church in Toronto. Please check out our website at www.littletrinity.org to find out more about our ministries and services.